0: Welcome to the Get Over Divorce Podcast, where you'll learn to get your power back, hold healthy boundaries, and become the confident, successful single woman who can find real, lasting love yet. Divorce sucks, but the rest of your life doesn't have to. Let's create a life you love. I'm your host, relationship coach, Julie Danielson. Let's do this. Hello, hello, Tribe Sisters. Welcome. Today we're going to tackle a super fun issue, fun for me, (laughs) but maybe not fun for you if you're going through it. It's how to know if he is the one. Because if he's not the one, you could be wasting time, even years, being in a relationship that just isn't the right fit for you. I had two experiences this last weekend talking to My best friend and talking to a coach friend, and both of them were kind of grappling with this decision of figuring out if somebody was right for them or not. And I think people fear committing to somebody because they're not truly trusting themselves to make the best decision. Sometimes they don't trust themselves because of the past that led their heart down a path that didn't end well, like maybe divorce. And I think the thing is, is we have this responsibility in a relationship to make a lot of hard decisions up front about whether to commit or not to commit. Mm -hmm. And when we commit and then we want that other person to change or be different than they are, that's when resentment and criticism comes into the relationship and ruins it. A healthy, happy relationship breeds connection not criticism. Know this, and implementing this as a core value in your relationship is super important for the longevity of it. A lot of women I talked to fell in love at a young age, then they banged out some kids, and then they felt trapped in an unloving marriage for years, and this is no way to live. When I got remarried to my now husband Joe in 2010, I knew he was the right guy for me. He made me feel deeply loved, appreciated, and adored every day. He also met my three pages of criteria, and then some. And it was really the relationship that I dreamt up on paper. And I knew I wanted somebody with integrity, kindness, generosity, he is all those things. But in order to attract this amazing man, I needed to become the person that could attract him. And I think a lot of women at this point focus on their looks, their body, and they get too scared and give up altogether sometimes because they don't think their physical self can attract a good man. But this is not true. When you do the work on you of building your own self-trust, and you stand for yourself in a relationship, only then are you truly ready for one. But it's your job to stand up for getting your own needs met in a relationship. And that does mean that you're willing to use your voice, say what you want, to get what you want. And if he doesn't deliver, then you use that information to make a decision about him, whether or not to move forward. So I had a client one time and I won't use any real names. Um, Her name's, I'm going to call her Joan. But Joan really wanted a guy that made her feel special. Her love language is physical touch. She was dating a guy that did not give her any physical attention outside the bedroom. And That means he didn't hold her hand, he didn't hug her, he didn't show her any signs that they were anything more than friends. The relationship left her feeling empty, confused, and really kind of lonely, and she never really knew where she stood with him. She expressed to him her needs for physical attention, and he kept saying he would try harder next time, but clearly he didn't have it in him. She didn't feel fulfilled in this relationship. And seriously, it was a big mismatch because she has this need and he was unable to fill it. If she were to go on in this relationship, nothing would change. Now they were only in it two months and it was super clear to her that. It felt really bad being around him. She wasn't getting her needs met and he was unable to meet them. So I want you guys to learn from this story because when you're dating somebody, you have to be bold and brave and speak your needs. It's up to him to decide if he wants to meet them or not. And then it's up to you that if he doesn't meet those needs, you must be bold and brave enough to break up with him and move on. There's always someone else out there for you. You just need to be willing to trust yourself that you will find him, and you're not gonna find him if the wrong guy is taking up his space. So another quick story um, I encountered over the weekend was when I met my friend's boyfriend for the first time. They're super smitten, totally in love, in the beginnings of a great relationship. And my friend is feeling all the fear of surrendering to that love. And it's been a long time for her. She has been on a bumpy road and a couple of divorces, and she was not even out there looking for a relationship. And I always say, if you want the right relationship, you need to be willing to look for it. Well, she did the opposite. (laughs) She actually preyed on it and I definitely tell her that I manifested him for her, but he actually found her. He literally saw a picture on Facebook and reached out, and they've been inseparable ever since. But that fear she's feeling is totally normal. And the reason why she's still okay with putting her foot on the gas and going forward is because there are no red flags. And they're super smitten for each other, and they talk nonstop. What I love about the beginning of the relationship is that they have talked about anything and everything. There are no secrets. They are being completely transparent with each other. And I feel like that is so amazing. He wants to completely know her, and he's super patient with her as she does struggle to work out some of her feelings. But she's strong in knowing what she wants and what she doesn't want. She's not willing to bend on her goals, her dreams, and her desires. And the great thing about him is he's supporting her every step of the way. This is what the beginning of an amazing relationship looks like. Two strong, independent people that come together and enhance each other's life. No one having to sacrifice anybody's wants, needs, and desires to try and make somebody else happy, but just being happy and attracting a like partner. I love it so much. I was talking to another friend over the weekend who was having some relationship problems, and he asked me how I deal with conflict with my husband, Joe. And honestly, we don't have conflict. We might bicker a little bit, but it's really nothing. We don't have problems and deep conflict. But he asked me, well, has he ever had a behavior that you wanted to change? And I was like, oh my gosh, well, here's, here's the thing. At the beginning of our relationship, I kept asking myself, is this a red flag for everything that came up? And the only red flag that came up that I could even think was a red flag was my husband has this kind of funny quirk. He has one of those really strong startle responses. I've literally scared him twice today, and he screamed out loud. (laughs) So I really had to ask myself way back in the beginning of us seeing each other, is this a feature or a flaw? Can I love this? And the answer to that was, I mean, I really had to sit deeply with this question. And I decided it depends on how he reacts. So my kids were young boys at the time, and I literally put them in a closet when we had friends over, and I had them scare him. And of course he screamed and he totally handled it so gracefully. Like he just laughed right along with us. He's like, you know, I've been living with this my whole life. It's no big deal. So to me, it was a feature because he could handle it. And oh my God, it is freaking hilarious, you guys. If he's like working in the garage and he has his headphones on and I pull up in my car, I will always honk my horn and he will practically throws arms in the air and scream. <laughs> the neighbors will text us, is Joe okay? <laughs> so I, I found like asking myself, is this a feature or a flaw? I could really truly love it about him and make a decision to go forward with the relationship because yes, I can love this about him. So I never resisted that. I never made it a problem. Even when he screamed in the movie theaters, even when he screamed when we were watching a movie on an airplane and the cabin lights went on and a flight attendant came and asked if we were okay. (laughs) It's a feature. I choose to love it. So if you can choose to love something about somebody that might be possibly a red flag, but you can say, you know what, I'm gonna choose to love that. And you really are deeply true, like this wasn't a red flag. And honestly, I wanna say red flags are deal breakers. So be real with yourself when you really ask yourself this question, can I love it? Is it a feature or a flaw? Or do I need to break up? So just to sum this up for you, and give you guys some actionable takeaways today, here's how to know if the guy is right for you. First of all, if you're wondering if he's right for you and you don't feel like jumping his bones and dragging him to your cave, then you might be missing some vital chemistry. Chemistry is that feeling of toe-curling desire, and obviously that exact feeling doesn't last forever, But really good, strong couples make it a point to connect regularly so that they have a happy, healthy, lasting sex life. So number one is chemistry. And I also want to say be careful with this one because I know a lot of people that rely on chemistry alone, and that is nothing to build a relationship off of. I meet so many women that go down the road of having a friends with benefits situation And they keep seeing that guy even though he meets none of their other criteria. Okay, so number two, he must have the criteria, the qualities that you want, and the values that make him a match for you. So for example, if you hate Trump and he loves him, not a match. I don't know a lot of people that can overlook political beliefs in a love relationship. So values, religion, politics, and morals should all be on par with each other. So if he talked about being a swinger in his last relationship and he wants that again, and you're not down with that, don't waste your time. It's a mismatch. It's not a match on your morals and values. Okay, number three. He shows a desire to learn and grow with you. If he wants to know everything about you and you guys could talk on the phone for hours on end, he might be a match for you. Having somebody that's emotionally on the same level as you is so important. He needs to show you that he's willing to be patient, willing to be wrong, willing to apologize if he senses that he hurt your feelings. If he's not willing to be that way, then his ego and his pride are going to get in the way of your relationship. And that leads me to number four, vulnerability. He must be willing to get vulnerable with you. (laughs) And you must be willing to get very vulnerable with him. Being guarded and being protective with your heart is not going to let love in. You must be willing to have the deep, dirty, dark conversations of your past and put everything out on the table. If you're not willing to expose your deepest shit to him and he won't either. This is how you get to really know each other is to know each other's innermost deepest guarded secrets and then you build trust for each other. Number five, he is a real partner. And what that means is he's not looking to you to take care of all of the details of setting up a date, cooking dinner, doing all the dishes, doing all the household chores. He wants to be a partner and a match for you, not just financially, but when it comes to doing all of the things that require work. So many women complain about the mental load that they had to bear in their first marriage and they just want someone that's going to take care of them. And what that means is they want someone that's going to pick up the slack or care for her when she's sick. It comes from a deep longing to share that load and have somebody who actually has your back and to actually feel like you're being taken care of and cared for. Those are my five actionable tips for finding out if he's actually the right guy for you. And I do wanna just remind you that if he doesn't meet that criteria and all of those criteria is important to you, be willing to break it off. If he's not the right guy, you're gonna miss out on finding the right guy if he's taking his place. So be willing to break up. And it doesn't have to be a difficult breakup. It can just simply be, I'm sorry, we're not a fit. I wish you luck. All right, ladies, that's it for today. Thanks for being here. Hey, Tribe Sister, do you want to know what it takes to create unstoppable self-love after divorce so you can heal for real, gain confidence, and finally get the love you deserve in an equal, committed relationship? then go watch my free training. You're gonna learn the biggest dating trap women fall into and how to avoid it. Go to juliedanielson.me and watch this five shifts training.